What's up, Tan and J-Man Show Nation? This is Tanner Lee, one half of the Tan and J-Man Show. And boy, do we have a great deal for you. Right now, when you go to TanandJmanShowStore.com and type in the promo code TanandJman when you check out, that's right, TanandJman, all in caps, you get free shipping on any order through the end of 2021. That's the end of 2021. That's December 31st, 2021. So if you're looking to get yourself a short-sleeve t-shirt, long-sleeve t-shirt, hoodie, pint, pint glass coffee mug, stickers, so much more. TanandJmanShowStore.com makes the perfect holiday gift, supports our show, and at the same time, you can look great doing so. Please go to TanandJmanShowStore.com and buy some merch today. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. With another episode of the Tan and the J Man Show, how you doing tonight, there, T Dog? Doing good, J Man. How was your Thanksgiving? Good. How was yours? Good. Had good. two of them. Ate a lot of food. I'm happy oh, guy. I uh, my pants did not fit as good this morning. <laughs> that means it was a good Thanksgiving. Yes, very good Thanksgiving with family and got to catch up. So it was good. Well, I hope everybody out there in Tan and J Man Show Nation had a good Thanksgiving with family and friends and. Uh, Got to eat a lot of good food. Oh, man, did I ever. <laughs> J-Man, did you realize yesterday was the Tan and J-Man show's fifth birthday? You know, I didn't realize it until I saw the uh, Facebook post you put out. Um, five years. Five years. Yeah. We haven't missed recording a single week. That's pretty. Uh, tonight was almost the night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was ready to rock and roll. <sighs> I mean, I mean, you know, we've had guest fill-ins sometimes for yourself, for myself, mm-hmm. At the beginning, we weren't always on Mondays, but I mean, every single week, five straight years. I think that's something we can be pretty yeah, proud of. Absolutely. I think somebody should bake us a cake. <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah. Like- somebody who, any bakers out there want to bake me a cake so my pants will fit even worse than they did this morning. That'd be great. <sighs> Going on up. <laughs> Moving on up. <laughs> uh, I do have a good trivia question for you tonight. Great. Got a good birdie bogey question. It's NBA is the topic. <laughs> that's always my... Uh, that's always a very good uh, hey, topic for me. I'm three strokes behind. I'm trying to make a late charge here in 2021 because I'm in trouble. So, <laughs> LeBron James, on Friday, he uh, had his 13th game of 30 points or more since turning 36. Who are the three players in NBA history that have more 30-plus games after turning 36? After turning 36. That's a very good question. How, how many players? Three. Three players, okay. Two, two will get you a par. Okay, I I'll think give you two, two for a par. I have a decent shot at a par. Man, that's a tough one. Uh, Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mentone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. Get your veggies. You need some veggies after guzzling all that gravy you did on <laughs> on Thursday. That's the truth. That's the truth. It's good to have you back doing that read this week because I did not do it justice last week. <laughs> I don't. I don't have. The, I don't. I don't it's, have the cadence. It, it comes with like a little rasp, and it comes yep. from deep down. Deep down. All right. I'll, mm. I'll remember that for next time. Next time. But man, we got an action-packed show tonight. There's a lot that happened over the weekend. A lot going on as we're talking right now. A lot of rumors with the coaching carousel. Mm. So why don't, why don't we start with college football? Sure. Your team Man, finished a, eight and four. Eight and four. I'm uh, pretty excited, pretty proud of this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went back and looked at our projections for the Big Ten, and I had the Boilermakers seven and five. Uh, I got to find my paper here. Here we go. I had them seven and five with a five and four record. You had them five and seven with a three and six record. You want to know how else we did around the Big Ten? <laughs> Not really. Well, we were in big agreement on the West, if you remember right. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. We had almost the yeah. same teams. We both had Nebraska finishing last in the West. Nailed it. We gave them too much credit. We had them going four and eight and two and seven in conference. <laughs> they went three and nine and one and eight in conference. 
we both had Minnesota second to last at five and mm. seven, three and six in conference. We kind of whiffed there. I don't yeah, know. it it was kind of. I mean, we the COVID year last year, you saw what you saw, but you can't really almost even evaluate last year. And I, I think we even said that during our preview show, like uh, we know last year was really weird. So we don't really know um, how any of these teams are going to do this year. We, we, I, I went back and listened to it earlier today. We kind of ripped PJ Fleck said his sticks kind of worn out at Minnesota. Uh-huh. Well, he proved us wrong and got himself a big extension. So I, I don't like the guy, but I got to admit, I think he's a pretty good football coach. Um, then you, you, like I said, you had Purdue five and seven. Um, I had Illinois six and six, three and six. You had Illinois six and six, four and five. So we were pretty close there. They probably should have been six and six. I think I got their big 10 record. Correct. I want to say they went four and five in the big 10. I think the one game I missed was the Texas San Antonio game. Um, uh, if, if they go for it on fourth down against Maryland or even Purdue, they probably win at least one of those games. Um, yeah, they're pretty hey, close. Hey, first time um, with a positive point differential in Big Ten play since 2010. Um, they gave up the third least amount of points in the Big Ten this year, which is insane compared to giving up about 50 a game under Lovey Smith. So they showed some improvement. Progress. Here's the one we both whiffed on really bad. We had we both had Northwestern finishing third in the West at eight and four with a five and four record. I would argue that Northwestern was the worst team in the West, regardless of finish this year. They were not good. They're awful. They were not good. Uh, I mean, we even talked about Hunter Johnson needing to play well on the preview show, and that didn't happen. They used about four different starting quarterbacks. They had Johnson. They had that Helensky. They had Marty. Um, seemed like there was one <laughs> other guy too. Uh, you just remembered a lot more of them than I could have. Um, we both did really well with Iowa. We both had them ten and two. You had them eight and one in conference. I'm not sure. I think I had them eight and one in conference as well. Man, their odds of getting to the um, Big Ten championship game were low coming into Friday. Especially they were underdogs at Nebraska. Um, and then needing Minnesota to beat Wisconsin, but hey, they somehow pulled it off. Yep. And uh, well, we'll get into our projections for the Big Ten Championship here in a little bit. Then we both had the Badgers win the West. You had them eleven and one, nine and zero in conference. I had them twelve and zero, nine and zero in conference. If you remember correctly, that was my national champion. Champion was Wisconsin. <laughs> um, yeah, a little off there. What they went seven in a row in Big Ten play. They started off terrible um, on the season. Then I think they won seven in a row and then lost to Minnesota. Um, yeah, we, we were a little off on Wisconsin. I think we always give Wisconsin a little bit too much credit. We're just used right. to seeing them in the Big Ten championship game. Um, and, I mean, Iowa and Wisconsin are pretty much the same programs at this point. That's that's true. I mean, Ference is consistent. In Wisconsin, you can – I've said this numerous times. You can replace all the names and numbers on the back of the lineman jerseys mm-hmm. and, the, and the running back, and it's just <laughs> rinse and repeat. Absolutely. In the East, it was kind of interesting. We both had Maryland last at two and ten, zero oh and nine in conference. They proved us wrong, going yeah. six and six, making a bowl. Yeah, t- Tom of Iloa had a really good year for him. We both had Michigan State finishing three and nine. We went two and there. seven in conference. Yeah. I, I had them one and eight in conference. That was a bad whiff. <laughs> I just, I, I did. I thought they they were bad last year. They were bad the year before. I thought they were going to keep the trend going. If you would have asked us, just probably even seven, eight weeks ago, if right now um, Mel Tucker would have gotten a 10-year, $95 million extension, I probably would have punched you in the face. I would have laughed really hard. I probably (laughs) would have fell out of this chair laughing. And then uh, fourth place, we both had Rutgers. You had them four and eight. I had them five and seven. So I did hit that Mm -hmm. one nail on the head. Yep. Um, Then you had Michigan at seven and five. I had Indiana at six and six. Credit, yeah, credit Harbaugh for this season. Um, I mean, we both thought he was on like an extreme hot seat coming into the year, and uh, he's probably in line for maybe an NFL job if something sparks his interest. The Bears, maybe. Uh, I don't think Michigan lets him walk. I I think they'll throw as much money as possible at him as they should. Uh, I mean, unless he wins, maybe he wins a national title and wants to do something else. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and then uh, third place. You had Penn State eight and four. I had Michigan nine and three. 
So I thought Michigan was going to be decent. I think Penn State ended what seven and five. Yeah, I had Penn State nine and three myself. You had Indiana nine and three. Yeah. Uh, I you laughed at me for having them six and six. <laughs> I apologize to all Indiana fans. Um, the J Man's curse is very real. Yeah, they. Uh, man, what a. I mean, I know injuries were part and tough schedule, but. No, ranks ranks seventeenth to start the year, yeah. and you win two games, don't win a conference game, and now I read today they're up to 10, 10 people in the transfer portal. That's tied with Syracuse for the most right now. Yeah, among schools. Um, right after Tom Allen got an extension too. Yep. Man, he. I'm, I bet he's thinking, man, I, sh- I should have taken a bigger job last year. Yep. And we both had Ohio State going undefeated, which they did. We were off there. Yeah. So. And I wrote down our playoff pro- uh, projections. Yours are better than mine. I had Wisconsin, Ohio State, Alabama, Oklahoma. I'm probably going to get shut out. I might get Alabama in there. You had Ohio State, Oklahoma, Alabama, and Georgia. Say, say that again. I had Ohio State, Alabama, Oklahoma, Georgia. Mm-hmm. be interesting to see if the SEC gets two in. Oh, I think only if Alabama wins. If Alabama if they wins, lose, which if they, they lose, I don't, I don't think they'll get in. Ohio State's done. Um, yep. Oklahoma's definitely done. I mean, yep. they lost their coach yesterday. Bob Stoops yep. taking over for the time being. What, what what if they just hire him? Just, just Crazier re-hire. things have happened. Crazier yep. things have happened. Um, yeah, what do, what do you think about that, Lincoln Riley going to USC? He he did a real good job, and he wasn't lying either, saying, I'm not going to be LSU's next head coach. Correct. Um the allure of Southern California is very real. I mean, just even visiting there, I've absolutely loved it. Um, I think the allure of bringing USC back to prominence has to mean something as well. I think he has a ceiling at Oklahoma, and I think he's reached it. Um, to be honest, I mean, I think he reached it with Kyler Murray. and ba- he, he was there with Baker Mayfield too, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Man, you can bring USC back because the, the Pac-12 needs somebody to step up. I mean, Oregon's been that every once in a while. Um, but the Pac-12 for majority of it, they have been awful here the past mm-hmm. four or five years. Um, and to me, and I've, I've even said this, college football to me is far more interesting when a USC is really good. Sure. Um, sure. And I mean. Give, gives Notre Dame a big rival to play yes, every year. finally, because they haven't had much competition here recently, especially this year. Um, you look at Oklahoma's recruiting class and a lot of the guys are from Southern California. So I'm sure a lot of those guys will follow Lincoln Riley to uh, USC. They had a five-star quarterback decommit. Mm-hmm. Um, Spencer Radler, who you and I both picked the win to Heisman, didn't end up even starting halfway through the season for yep. Oklahoma. He's transferring. If if he is not Brett Bielema's first call, something is wrong with Brett Bielema. Got to make the call. Yep. Got to make even, the call. The worst thing he can tell you is no. I saw the Minnesota kid. Uh, might have some interest in Illinois. They're back up. Hmm. I forget his name. He has a weird last name. But he, he entered the portal. If Illinois would have just had average quarterback play this year, they'd probably win seven games. Yeah. Um, but they didn't. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Lincoln Riley, like you said, in, in, in Oklahoma's leaving the Big 12 soon, going to the SEC, you got to think that was part of a business decision too. It sure uh, it's far easier to win out west than it would be in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, now the people who are ripping Lincoln Riley and saying, "Well, he's scared of the SEC," you know what they always say: work, work smarter, not harder. And it's exactly. going to be so so much more easy out there. He's living in Southern California instead of Norman, Oklahoma. Um, no, no brainer move for him, in my opinion. So, who's Oklahoma go after? In your opinion. I think it's a terrible year for teams needing head coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't hear of too many like up and coming, like n- group of five um, head coaches out there. Um, I haven't seen really anyone rumored so far uh, for the Oklahoma job. Uh, I'm, I mean, it's a big job. It's a blue blood, if you will, in college football. Um I I mean they they went the offensive route with, route with Lincoln Riley. I mean Cliff Kingsbury I guess has been mentioned um potentially uh being reached out to anyway. Um I think he'd want to stay in the NFL personally. But uh I honestly have no idea what about you? I was talking to my dad about this at lunch. He brought up a good name. How about Stoops from Kentucky? 
Yeah, um, Mark Stoops. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's right, Mark. That's a fantastic. I mean, he, Kentucky was Kansas there for years, and now he's turned them into a team yep. in the SEC, routinely winning seven, eight games, mm-hmm. which is nearly impossible. Recruiting to do. really well. Um, re- recruiting really well. Um, in the Midwest, um, that's that's a really interesting name. Now, is it a pick that's going to make? Oklahoma fans jump up and down probably not but sometimes you don't need a guy that's going to appease the fan base uh right away you just you need a guy that's going to come in and provide uh stability and um competency and he does have that stoops name you got to think he knows yeah. kind of knows what the Oklahoma culture mm-hmm. needs to be from being around his brother for many right. years so I don't know I you know Campbell's name's coming up from Iowa State they had a bad year or down year anyway He's made some um, weird comments too lately. Mm. Um, he, he pretty much said, "Did you see his comments last week?" And I, I don't I didn't see him. I'm not gonna say him verbatim because I can't remember. But he pretty much said his goal wasn't to win the Big Twelve at Iowa dumb. State. Yeah, it was a really dumb thing to say, and he kind of made himself look dumb. What was his goal? I, I, that's that's what everybody's asking. It's like, okay, if his goal is to win the national championship, well, you got to win the Big Twelve first. Exa- exactly, yeah. and, and they were ranked what top ten to start the year. I think they were seventh. Yeah, yeah. they were really disappointing. So I don't know. Uh, Sonny Dykes is going to TCU. I think mm-hmm. he'll fit in well there. Yeah, his uh, offense has put up a ton of points. He really struggled at Cal. He was uh, awful when he was there. Yeah. Great at Louisiana Tech. Been yep. great at uh, was he at uh, SMU mm-hmm. or Houston? Uh, SMU. SMU. Um, it's a, it's it's a good step up for him, and I think he'll do well there, especially in the Big Twelve where they play no defense. In uh, Florida, they're hiring Louisiana's coach. Yep, Billy Napier. Um, I mean, he's done well there, but I he, don't know. I, I I wish I knew some Florida fans to know how they're feeling about that. Yeah, he's he he's not a huge name. Uh, done fantastic there. I think they've won double digit games each of the past three years. Um, he was Clemson's offensive coordinator back in the late two thousands. And then he was, I've, I've heard people saying he's a Saban disciple. Well, he was only under Saban one year and he was wide receiver coach in 2017. So he's not a true Saban disciple. Right. Um, they need somebody there to turn it around quickly though. Cause they don't, I mean, Dan Mullen had really good success there early. And then really this year's the first year where they haven't yeah. been really competitive um in a sense uh they're a fan base that will not wait around now mullen made some dumb com- dumb comments saying he doesn't have time to recruit middle of season which that's and last not... year he made an idiot of himself the whole year yes the, last year. the entire covid year he was an idiot um so i mean billy napier could do really really well there but i don't think it's gonna necessarily make florida fans ecstatic <clears throat> and they went through a lot of coaches yeah yeah, I mean, Spurrier, then Zook, Zook, then Urban, Urban, then uh, McElwain. Yeah, from Colorado State. Then Muschamp. Yep. Then um, who was after Muschamp? Or was it vice versa? No, I'm. Eh, Muschamp might have been first, and then, then McElwain, and then Mullen. Then Mullen. Did did it go just go straight yeah. McElwain to? Because then McElwain went I, to Central Michigan. I I was reading that Urban left. Muschamp in the worst possible spot. That program was on its way down, and Muschamp just had to be the guy to take over and uh, take the brunt of it. Yep. 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 Well, I can't feel too sorry for him, though. He still has more talent on that roster than yeah. m- most teams. But yeah. uh, uh, LSU job's open. Yeah. they're uh, The report today, uh, they're going to go hard after Brian Kelly. He just doesn't seem like an LSU fit. He, he, does not seem like an SEC fit whatsoever. No, no. Um, I mean, he was at Central Michigan and then Cincinnati. He, he's been Ohio, Michigan, or Indiana pretty much his whole career. Midwest, yep. Um, yeah, exactly, Midwest. I he, he doesn't seem like a fit. Now, he might just be looking for a way out because I think he's reached his ceiling, like I said, with Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. I think he's absolutely reached his ceiling at Notre Dame. He's going to be a playoff contender every single year but they're never going to get past the Bama's or the even Georgia's or even Clemson's of the world. Um, it might be, I mean, he's been there 11 ish years. I want to say yeah, 11, 12 years. 2010 was his first year. So mm-hmm. 11 or 12 years. Yep. He's been uh, there longer than any coach. It might be coach. time for him to make the step and see if he can try to win somewhere else. 
Yeah, because he can go to a program similar to those that usually beat him in Notre right. Dame in the playoffs. Right. But then that would be interesting. Say he – okay, theoretically, say he takes that job, gets offered and takes that LSU job, then who does Notre Dame go after? That's the question. As I said, or, it's a bad – it's a bad year to need a head coach. Because Brian Kelly's made it sound like he's put Marcus Freeman in position to get promoted. Would Notre Dame really do that to a coach who has ready? no head coaching yeah. experience? Now, or do they just call it, Luke Fickle? Luke, Luke Fickle makes a ton of sense. Um, I mean, he's a Midwest guy. Cincinnati's not terribly far from Notre Dame. Um, Marcus Freeman, though, it, it would make sense for Freeman to go from like defensive coordinator at Cincinnati or even defensive coordinator at Notre Dame to like a lower, maybe power five, like a Rutgers or Illinois or Mm -hmm. something like that. I don't think Notre Dame fans would be ecstatic to have to promote from within um, like that. They'd probably try to call urban. I'm, I'm sure urban would be their first call. And really he should be everyone's first call. He should be. Um, You'll, you'll have six to seven years of fantastic, success but then after that he's gonna quit on you but hey six to seven years better than a lot of schools have do you think miami florida comes open it should um i don't even remember the guy who's there manny diaz is still there manny diaz that's right um mario miami fan come on man i I know i they they were so disappointing i kind of gave up on them early (laughs) (laughs) um the one guy i know a lot of miami dolphins beat writers went there is mario cristobal from oregon um, I guess he's a South Florida guy, so that that would be a really good hire. It should open, but Miami does not have an athletic director at the current time. They're supposed to have one within two weeks, but that was two weeks ago. Um, that makes things a little difficult. Sure does. Uh, watch for Lane Kiffin if that job opens. Lane you know, Kiffin. Ole Miss will throw him a ton of money, but he likes that part of Florida from what I've read. We've, we've spoken about Lane Kiffin quite a bit this year, but, man, he did a fantastic job at Ole Miss and has done a fantastic job at Ole Miss. He uh, finally has that experience and finally has learned how to win and not be an idiot now that he's gotten older. Um, maybe, man, it, it'd be hilarious if Notre Dame gave him a call if Kelly leaves. He will He will lose a great quarterback, Matt Corral, yep. even the pros. But if he stays at Ole Miss, he might get Arch Manning here in two years. Right, and that's the so thing. So that'd be tough to walk um, away from. Now, they're kids, but a girl got Arch Manning to say he's going to Ole Miss. So I saw that. But, um, I mean – they're dumb. Remember how dumb we were at 16 years old? I'm still dumb and I'm almost 30. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, here, here's a name for Oklahoma. I just popped my head. How about Heupel? Yeah. Would, would he leave Tennessee after the first year? Um, would, would they give him a call? I, I don't know what Tennessee went seven and five or so. He, he, he did get fired as the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma also. So he might hold that grudge against him, but he was sure. a good player but there. He's a Heisman runner Heisman up. Winning, yeah. Or Heisman runner up uh, quarterback. That, that'd be interesting. I didn't even put the alumni uh, thing yeah. together, but uh, that, that would be an interesting one. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. There's a lot of jobs. I mean, it's, we'll see how it plays out this week and next week and the weeks to come. We'll have a lot to talk about yeah. here on the pod. The coaching carousel is always real fun as long as your team's not involved in it. 100%. <laughs> it's stressful when when they are, either uh-huh. whether it's football or basketball. It's right. extremely stressful. But uh, you want to go over some conference championship games? Let's do it. Starting in the Big Ten, the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Michigan Wolverines. What's the spread on that? Do you know? Uh, let me I'll, pull it up. I'll look it up real quick. You got it? Okay. Yeah, I got it. <clears throat> um... You know what? This will be the J-Man's book of prediction of the week, regardless of what the spread is on this one. Let's see. Um, Michigan's 10.5-point favorites. Um, I think Michigan will really win the game pretty handily, and I think they cover that 10.5-point spread. Uh, I just think Michigan's quite a bit better. Iowa can't score. Who's going to play quarterback for them? Their quarterback play has been horrendous. They'll play great defense. They'll run the ball well. Although forced turnovers, but I think Michigan rolls pretty handily um, in this game. J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, business, renters, workers' comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infp.com. This is an interesting ACC championship game. Can I give my big tip prediction? Yet? Oh, shoot. Yeah, my bad. In <laughs> uh, another note, you just were talking about quarterback play. Maybe Iowa gives Spencer Rattler a call. 
Should. And, you know, good old Bob Stoops. He's still got Iowa ties. I don't know right. if he'd help the kid out like that, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm taking Michigan as well. I, right there with you. I don't think Iowa can score enough. But if Iowa win, Notre Dame fans better be rooting for Iowa. Because yeah. if Iowa wins, chaos is going to come again over this Absolutely. playoff picture. Yep. But I agree. And if, if Hutchinson for Michigan can get about three or four sacks, could he win the Heisman? I mean, it's it's as this wide is the worst open Heisman race yeah. I've ever seen. It's as wide open of a Heisman race as we've seen. Um, Hutch Hutchinson's been unbelievable, and he'll be like a top five pick. Because um, I mean, Dominic Sue that one year made a late run, and he got runner up. Man, Man Tao as well had a real yeah. late run, or not even a late run. He was great all year, but he was. I think he was invited, wasn't he? He was invited. It was him, Gerhardt, and Robert Griffin the third, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, I mean, he, he could. Bryce Young might have sealed it, though, uh, with his comeback against Auburn. Yeah, might have. But yeah. um, ACC championship, interesting one. Two teams that have probably, I don't know if they've ever been in this position, maybe Pittsburgh, uh, but Pitt against Wake Forest. Well, Wake Forest went to the Orange Bowl That's years right. ago. I forgot about that. I don't know that. if they won the conference, though, but uh, these are two teams you told me before the year. I said, no way. They're making the ACC championship. Yep. It's going to be Clemson and somebody else. But here we are. I like Pickett a lot. I think he's going to be one of the better quarterbacks out of this class to go to the NFL. Give me Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's three-point favorites. Uh, Sam Howell – not Sam Howell. Um, I forget Wake Forest's quarterback name, but he's had a really good year as well. Uh, give, give me Pittsburgh, though. I think they're a little bit better. Um, Big 12 championship game. We have Baylor at 10 and two Oklahoma state 11 and one. If Oklahoma state wins, could they sneak into that fourth spot? I think absolutely. I think if they win, they are your fourth team. Once again, Notre Dame fans need to root for Baylor here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, Mike Gundy finally gets over the hump and, and gets them there. That's another guy whose name's not getting thrown out right now, which it has in the past for yes. jobs like LSU. Yep. So, but give me the Cowboys. Um, Give me Oklahoma State as well. Uh, they're five and a half point favorites. You know what? Hold on, real sec. I'm gonna let my dog in. He has not shut up. Okay. All right. And uh, J Man's taking the Cowboys as well. Uh, we'll move on to the. Uh... All right. Sorry about that. That's all right. I was just gonna move us on to the SEC championship game. Okay. Do you hear me there? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear. You. My bad. So uh, Georgia, Alabama. Um. Man, give me, give me Georgia. It's got to be Georgia. Uh, I think they finally get it done. Um, although, man, I think it really hurts them that Alabama had a scare against Auburn. Because uh, I think if Alabama rolls Auburn, I think they come in maybe a little. Oh, it. I mean, I, I guess they it only beat really Arkansas matter. by a touchdown last week. That's, that's fair. Um, I mean, I, no I think point. they're starting to stumble a little bit. Um, yeah, but I mean, th- they've had those two scares. I don't think they let it happen no. here. However, Georgia's better in my opinion. Georgia <laughs> gave up an average of seventeen points per game for a season, which is just unheard of. In- insane. Um, and, and against SEC quality opponents, give me Georgia. Yep. yep. I agree. How about the uh, Houston Cincinnati? Obviously, Cincinnati needs this one. Yep. But, um, man, Houston's had a good year as well. Um, for Cincinnati, I, I, I want them to get that four spot. So give me Cincinnati. Yep. I think the Bearcats, too. So uh, what I'm hearing from both of us is we think it'll be Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't think Notre Dame gets in. I'm very sorry. My dog, my girlfriend's not here. <laughs> So, I'm going to play fetch with my dog. <laughs> Don't have to apologize. The dogs are part of the 10 J Man show. Yep. So. Um, any, other, any other conference championship games you um, want to predict? How about the Pac 12? I was going to say, did we, Oregon, did we do Utah. the Pac 12? Um, Oregon has two losses. Utah has quite a few losses. Give me. Give me Oregon. I, th- I think they get it done. Although I think the Mario Cristobal rumors will start to heat up once Manny Diaz is fired, which I think he will be. Um, and I think that could be a distraction, but give me Oregon. I agree with you. I'm taking the Ducks for some reason, even though Utah just blitzed them two weeks ago. Maybe yeah. that's why yeah. I'm taking Oregon. And, and, it's hard and, to be a team twice. And, and that could be. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Um, so, hey, you, you want to talk some baseball real quick? 
Go for it. There's been some quite. A, I mean, Max Scherzer signs with the Mets. I don't have talk about that. Um, for I think it's about forty million a year, and then we have Corey Seager signed with the Rangers for ten year, over three hundred million. Three twenty five, I believe. Yes, yeah, three three twenty five. Um, let's see who John Gray was the other one. Um, who signed with the Rangers. Cubs have sat on their hands, done absolutely nothing like they have for the previous four freaking years. They said they were going to spend, haven't spent. There's no one left. There is nobody left that they're going to sign. They're just going to continue to sign the Daniel Descalzos of the world, and they're going to be the worst team in the NL Central next year. (laughs) They're going to be worse than the Pirates. Uh, the Cy Young guy went to the Mariners today. Yes, Rob, Robbie Ray went to the Mariners. Yeah. He's like the most unlike, not unlikely because he had the stuff, but one of the most unlikely Cy Young award winners. Signed a huge deal with the Mariners. Good for him. Good for the Mariners spending. Uh, Cubs are acting poor once again. They've lied to our freaking faces for months now. Haven't even put competitive offers together for guys they could have easily signed. John Gray would have been a fantastic signing. You fix his fastball, he could be an elite guy. He has a great breaking ball, a couple great breaking balls, and he goes to Texas for $56 million. That is nothing. Absolutely nothing. And the Cubs have done nothing. Yeah, and the Cardinals, they picked up somebody the other day, right? They signed Steven Matz. Again, another guy that would have been a fantastic pickup for the Cubs. And now a left-hand pitcher had a really good year with Toronto is going to a division rival. Um, nobody else in the NL Central has done anything besides the Cardinals. Reds are getting rid of everyone, uh, so they, they could be bad next year. Brewers haven't done a single thing. Um, but good Lord, Cubs, it's just – it's pathetic. They are a small market team in the third, <laughs> second largest market, third largest market in the United States of America. Yeah. Pathetic. Well, well put. Sell the team, Ricketts. Yep. Disgusted. I can tell. Yeah. I can tell. Who's reading on this day? You or me? I, I have it pulled up, actually. All right, let's go ahead. I want to get educated a little bit. Okay. Let's let you get off get off your soapbox a little bit. Though. You, you need a little bit of education. Oh, yeah, a lot. Let's see. 1934, the Chicago Bears beat the Detroit Lions 19-16 to in the first NFL game broadcast nationally. Well, they put on a barn burner on Thanksgiving this year. About the same score. Uh-huh. <laughs> what was the final score? 16, 15, 17, 16, something like that. 17, 16, I believe. Yeah. Um, a lot of Grey Cups happened. Who won the Canadian. 1958 Grey Cup? The Saskatchewan Rough Riders. No, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. One of the. Ah. One, I used one to root the, for them when Robert Marv was quarterbacking up yeah, there. One, one of the better uh, team names in sports. Yeah, I agree. Who won the 1960 Heisman Trophy? Oh, man, 60? Yeah, you won't get it. Joe Bellino from Navy. I was going to go with Stallback, so I was going to go with the with correct the, school. Yeah. Darn. Let's see here. Um, they, in 1962 was the first year Major League Baseball played only one All-Star game. They used to play two All-Star games in a season. Oh, I'm glad they don't do that anymore. I was going to say, that'd be brutal. On this day in 1987, Joe Montana of the San Francisco 49ers completed an NFL record 22 consecutive passes. That has been broken by, believe it or not, I want to say Ryan Tannehill when he's with the Dolphins. I, remember I think, he had yeah. A, yeah. Didn't he have like I, 25 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I, I remember he had a game where he absolutely lit up. I want to say Houston. They won like 45 well, and nothing. Titans need to get him going because he's been awful yeah. lately. And they, they, have so, they have so many injuries too. Yeah. <clears throat> This is an yep. interesting one. Who won the Grey Cup in 1992? Well, I'm trying to think. Do I know any <laughs> other teams besides the Blue Bombers and the Rough Riders? Uh, I know Ottawa's got a team. I don't know. Tell the Blue me. Bombers lost. The Calgary Stampeders won, but can you name me who was MVP? Wasn't it what, what year? 92. It was Kurt Warner? No, Doug Flutie, though. 
Uh, Kurt Warner was arena football anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Doug Flutie, Doug Flutie threw for 480 yards and two touchdowns. On this day in, hmm. that's going to do it. That's all I got this week. A lot of gray cups. On this day, I'll, I'll do this one real quick. On this day in 2008, Alabama beat Auburn 36 nothing in Tuscaloosa. It was Alabama's first win in seven years against uh, Auburn. Wow. Yeah, Alabama struggled in the early 2000s before Saban got there. Shula they were did bad not do with a good Shula. job there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then Saban took over, and the rest is history. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. And the uh, On the Stay segment, like it is every week, is brought to you by Performer Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company today by giving them a call 574-210-3815. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, handbread, tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, sponsor of the Jam- Tan and J-Man Show, the Dam Landing is the place to be. The Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle, focused on freshness and quality. You can wash down their delicious food with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Manitou and their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be located at 1305 Union Road in Rochester. And this uh, episode of the Tan and Jamin Show is also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focuses, focused on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer like the J-Man and myself. It's built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available, and the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find those products and more along with hats, diver repair tools, ball markers circle 15 golf.com they've been having a bunch of deals going on they've had black friday deals going on cyber monday deals it's getting close to the holidays so get the golfer in your family a uh, uh, circle 15 genesis glove and a glove hub they released a new glove hub just this past week they have a wooden variation so you have a plastic mm. one and now a wooden one you can pick from so interesting go online circle 15 golf.com check them out Get yourself or, or the golfer in your family some great golf um, apparel and uh, uh, accessories. Yes, sir. You want to talk some college or some college, some college basketball or NFL? Up to you. I don't care either way. Uh, let's get college basketball out of the way. Let's do it. Um, Big 10 ACC challenge this week. It's uh, one of our favorite basketball weeks of the year anyway. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm PO'd with the challenge this year. I wanted Duke. Yeah. And especially right now, I'd like Duke. That'd be yeah. a fun game at Macarena tomorrow night. Yep. Um I don't know. I I mean I'm I'm sounding like a baby right now, but Purdue never seems to get the great matchup except 08 when they played Duke. I, I mean a lot of times they'll get the yes, you were. A lot of times they'll get the if if Purdue's supposed to be good, they'll get the third or fourth or fifth mm-hmm. ACC team. Um I'm tired of playing I'll- Florida State. I I wonder why that is because Illinois had been bad for years and they got Duke last year. Sometimes I just think it's ESPN is the brand name. I mean, Ohio State was supposed to be what fourth in the Big Ten this year and they get Duke. I know they're banged up anyways, but um, I don't know. I mean, Carolina's always they can be bad and they're going to get a good matchup. Yep, like they get Michigan this year because of the brand name. Same with Michigan State, right? So. I don't know, but yeah, it is it is a fun challenge every mm-hmm. year just to see where the Big Ten stacks up against the other premier basketball conference. So. Sure. Um, Big Ten won last year as well, I believe. Yeah, for years, the Big Ten could not beat the ACC, could but not. for the past yeah. five-plus years, the Big Ten's got the better day, ACC. Yep, I agree. Uh, starting tonight, we have Iowa at Virginia. It's just tipped off. Iowa's up 12-6. to And I think Iowa's a two-point favorite. Um, I think Virginia is a point and a half. Oh, on it's my flipped. app anyway. Okay, I think Virginia gets them. Um, give me Iowa. Keegan Murray is fantastic for Iowa. On He's mocked to be a top ten pick. Yep. I I don't think Virginia can score with them. Then tonight we have uh, Notre Dame at Illinois. 
Oh man, I was all on Illinois, and then I saw that report today. Yeah. I'm still gonna take Illinois, but by like three points or less, it's gonna be close. Yeah, no Andre Curbelo, no Trent Frazier, no Jacob Grandison, no Benjamin Boss Mans Verdonk. Um, that takes away their two primary ball handlers and point guards, and Jacob Grandison, another starter who. Uh, played some big minutes last year and has this year. And then boss man's Verdonk has kind of become their backup for Kofi Coburn. Um, Illinois still four and a half point favorites. I think being at home, if, if they play defense like they did against UT Rio Grande Valley on Friday, they're going to get whooped. Um, <laughs> Kofi Coburn's as dominant a player Illinois has ever had. He had 38 and 10 and they on needed Friday. It. On, yeah, every, they needed every single one of them. Um, he had 38 points on 19 shots. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Notre Dame has a guy that can guard him. However, they don't have anyone else around him at this current moment, so they're going to bring three guys at him. Um, Alfonso Plummer's played really well the past two games, so he needs to continue to do that. DeMonte Williams needs to be better. Um, give me Illinois by one. I, I, I think if, if they had a full roster, I think Illinois wins by – I think – the spread earlier today I saw was 10 and a half and it's dropped to four and a half. Uh, so those, I mean, it's, it's going to be tough. It's been kind of a nightmare start as far as injuries go. And they just haven't been able to really get in sync so far, but I I think they'll be fine once we hit big 10 play, which they need to, because it's Friday is when it starts. The, the J man's Twitter feed will be entertaining like always tonight. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe not tonight. Cause I'm kind of expecting to lose. Um, yeah, it's at uh, least the the depth will be about even because Bray doesn't play more than seven guys. Yeah, Bray ever. doesn't play more than seven guys. Um, and they seem like this is a team you guys play almost every year anymore. Notre Dame. It's now three times in the past. Yeah, I think that's six dumb. Years. That's dumb. They've, they've played Miami twice in it. That's dumb. Um, that's what makes me mad about this it challenge. Is. Switch yep. the matchups up. Uh, yeah. That's, okay. That's why I was so pumped to get Duke last year because I'm like somebody else. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, tomorrow night we have Minnesota at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's terrible. Yeah, Minnesota. I picked last in the conference. Mm-hmm. They're actually better than I thought they were going to be. So I'm taking the Gophers. I know, like a lot of these Big Ten teams, but yeah. I'm taking Minnesota on the road. <laughs> Give me Minnesota as well. Pittsburgh's real bad. Uh, Florida State at Purdue. Florida State's missing a few guys. It wouldn't matter anyway. Yeah, they're gonna. They're missing their, their starting point guard. Their seven-two starting center and their backup center. I agree with you. I don't think it's going to matter anyways. I just think this is going to make the point margin even larger. I think mm-hmm. I think Purdue rolls. I can't believe Purdue's only 11.5-point favorites. I think they win by 20. Yeah, and um, then Purdue hosts Iowa Friday night, late, 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Um, Indiana at Syracuse. Indiana's a 1.5-point favorite on the road. Yeah, Indiana's 6-0. and oh. um, Marshall gave them all they wanted to the other night. It mm-hmm. took Trace Jackson Davis, a Assembly Hall 43 record, points. 43 points to get them over the hump. Um, Syracuse can mess with teams, but they're 3-3. Three and three. Colgate's whooped them. Uh, VCU scored a lot on them. So did somebody else. They have gave up 85-plus points at least three times. So I- I'm taking Indiana, a close one. I'm taking Syracuse, just it being in the um, Carrier Dome. Um. Syracuse isn't good though, but they'll get hot late and be a 10 seed in the elite eight. Like they do every single year. It feels like, um, first real test in my opinion for Indiana going on the road. I think Syracuse gets, Oh, it definitely. Done. It's a bigger test than St. John's at home. Absolutely. Clemson at Rutgers. Rutgers is super disappointing. They are disappointing. I'm taking them at home though, but yeah, they need to wake up and wake up fast. Uh, give me Rutgers as well. Uh, who beat Rutgers? Lafayette beat Rutgers. They're really mm-hmm. struggling scoring points. Yeah, and they got Geo Baker and Ron Harper back. I mean, yep. they lost Jacob Young and Tyler Johnson, but come on. Northwestern at Wake Forest. I don't know anything about either team this year. I'm taking Wake because they're home. Wake's a point and a half favorite. I think Wake beats them. Um, Duke at Ohio State. Duke put the hurt on Gonzaga by three. I think Duke it was three. Will, Duke will whoop them. Yeah, Duke. Uh, Ohio State's banged up, and, and Duke, Duke will beat them, sm- smash them. Beat them pretty handily, in my opinion. Yep. Wednesday night, we have Vautech at Maryland. Maryland coming off a loss, um, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm going to take Terrapins at home. I, I agree with you. I think Vautech and Maryland are pretty similar. Louisville at Michigan State. I think Michigan State's a lot better than any of us projected. I'm taking Spartans. Michigan State's ranked, and they have two losses so far. Of course, one's to Kansas and one's to – Baylor so yeah 
Um, Chris Max Michigan first State game back. Home. Chris Chris Max first game back. Uh, the replacement coach did go five and one in yeah. his absence. So Nebraska at NC State. Uh, NC State. Nebraska's yep. awful. I agree. Uh, Wisconsin at Georgia Tech. Wisconsin's ranked. Yeah, Josh Pastor's still at Georgia Tech. Yes, they went to the tournament last year. Yeah, Wisconsin's a surprise so far. Um, give me, give me the Badgers. I saw today that somebody's been calling them a Final Four contender. They're not going to go that the far. They're not going to make the tournament. <laughs> give me Georgia Tech at home. Okay, uh, Michigan at North Carolina. Here's my upset of the challenge. How, I think how's North Michigan Carolina gets my home. I don't know. It's the love fest for Howard and the boys. Mm. I, I think I think Hubert Davis gets the upset here. I have a weird feeling about this I, one. I agree. It's not I, I I wouldn't be surprised if North Carolina's favored. There's no line on it yet. Yeah. Give me Carolina. And then uh Miami at Penn State. Give me Michael Shrewsbury and Nittany Lions. Yeah, give me Penn State as well. Uh Friday night, Big Ten play starts. Rutgers at Illinois. Illinois. Give me Illinois. I, I'm hoping at least Curbelo's back because he makes the offense so much better. Then Iowa at Purdue. Uh, give me the Boilers. Uh, Iowa struggles at Mackey, and if they play, if they play defense histor- like they do historically at Mackey, Purdue <laughs> yeah. might score 110 points. Yeah, uh, yeah. Give <laughs> I kind of uh, joke, but give yeah. me Purdue large. Uh, yeah. Nebraska at Indiana Saturday. Indiana, my God. Indiana, yep. can you start any easier with the Big Ten? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Northwestern at Maryland. Uh, Maryland. Maryland. Ohio State at Penn State. I'll take the Buckeyes in this one. Yeah, give me Penn State in that one as well. So, College hoops. Uh, do you have word association for Yes, me? I do. It is, NFL, right. it is NFL related. Perfect, because we're going right in NFL talk. So I did. I, I, I kind of mix and match. So Fox used to on uh, Thanksgiving have the Galloping Gobbler Award. And then mm-hmm. CBS did an award as well for like the, I don't know, the best player. Like in MVP of the Thanksgiving game or whatever. You, you didn't listen to the podcast last week, did you? No, I did not. I did the exact same thing to my dad last week. Shoot. That's okay. Give me the names. I can say different um, things. Andy Dalton. <laughs> Red Rocket. Alex Smith. Uh, that was one last week. Uh, courageous. Uh, Mitch Trubisky. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amari Cooper. Ah. Uh. Overrated. Yeah, I agree. Case Keenum. Backup. Solid backup. Overpaid as a starter. Matt Stafford. Underrated. Is he, though? They've kind of started to struggle there. I got my thoughts on the Rams when we get the picks, but, yeah, I think he's under. I think he's solid. Well, Sean McCoy. What team's he on now? I feel like he's been on every team He's got to be on somebody. (laughs) Uh, Reggie Bush. Best college player I'd ever seen. I, I loved yeah, watching him I at agree. USC. Uh, Robert Griffin the third. What could have been if his knee didn't go out in the playoffs. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Good ball player. Um, <laughs> I don't like him off the field. I can't stand him. Uh, Donald Driver. Name I haven't thought of in five years. Uh, solid, <laughs> at least five solid, years. Solid target for far back yeah. in the day. Demarcus uh, Ware. Uh, soon to be Hall of Famer. Loved him as a Bronco. I think it wasn't for him. Von Miller wouldn't be the player he is today. Oh, yeah, I agree. Brett Favre. Tough. Um, shouldn't retired two times, but just mm-hmm. Iron Man. Just tough. Joey Harrington. Dolphins. Oregon. I'll just remember for his Oregon days. He was an <laughs> awful pro. Chris Chambers. Dolphins. J-Man wearing out his jersey in middle school. That's right. It's my favorite player. His uh, numbers and letters was literally falling off that one. Or was that yep. a different one? Uh, there was a couple. Joey Rick, Porter. Rick, Ricky was falling apart. Oh, I um, forgot about the Joey yeah. Porter jersey. Rick, That's a good one. The Ricky Williams one was falling apart. Zach Thomas falling apart. Jason Taylor one. I yeah. don't think I had a Jason Taylor. You have a Jason Taylor one? Mm. Maybe I'll have somebody else in our grade. Randy McMichael. Was Man, you one. had a good collection. I I had a collection of pretty mediocre players. Is what I did. And that's what my uh, basement's filled down here with mediocre Broncos, <laughs> aside from uh, Chim Bailey and Peyton Manning. Mm. So. Three winners, three losers. Uh, the word association segments oh, yeah. is, <laughs> is this, this your first week, J-Man? Yeah. Only been doing this <laughs> for five like years. It. Only been doing this for five years. <laughs> word association segment is brought to you by Rhett Lee, Attorney at Law. Rhett Lee and the Law Office of Andrew Key LLC are located at 206 4th Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rhett provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. 
If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, give Red a call today to schedule a free consultation at 574-722-2221. Three winners, three losers. One of my winners is the San Francisco 49ers. It's a good one. I wrote them off a couple weeks ago, hoping Shanahan would get fired and become Denver's next head coach. Don't think that's going to happen. I actually think they're going to end up making the playoffs. You think so? Mm-hmm. I hope not. I want <laughs> the Dolphins own their uh, first round pick. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're one hot my, right now. They are one of my uh, winners. Are the Las Vegas Raiders winning mm-hmm. um, in Dallas in the most watched regular season NFL games since the early nineties? I think. I think nineteen ninety. Um, oh. Yeah, nineteen ninety. It was a fantastic game. Uh, it was. Definitely a good cleanser after watching the first game between the Bears and Lions. It was it was nice to see a halfway decent uh, uh, game there. But, uh, yeah, huge win for them. If you like penalties, you like that game. 28 yeah. penalties for over 270-plus yards. Yep. Uh, who's another winner of yours? Cincinnati Bengals. They're one of mine. Um, man, they pulverized the Steelers yesterday. Yeah. and Love Joe Burrow's fight not backing down from T.J. Watt. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, third winner for me, Green Bay Packers. Uh, mm-hmm. Big matchup yesterday against the Rams at Lambeau, and they flexed their muscles at the top of the NFC or one of the teams at the top of the NFC yet again. Yeah. Um, my other winner is New England Patriots once again. Um, they're rolling right should, now, and should I we, hate it. Should we possibly prepare ourselves for a Patriots-Buccaneers Super Bowl? I mean, the TV people would love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope not, though. I hope not either, <laughs> but I wouldn't be shocked. Oh, man. Um, three losers. L.A. Chargers. Yep, they're uh, one of mine. I can't, can't figure, figure them, them out. out. You look, can't figure the Broncos out. out either. I can't figure the AFC West out. Yeah. It's a 7-4, and 6-5, 6-5, 6-5. Um, yeah, the Chargers, I mean, Herbert, I mean, credit the Broncos defense played really well against Herbert yesterday. Got him, uh, turned him over twice, once for a pick six, and – Chargers just look at on paper talent all over the place, yeah. but they just don't consistently win games. Herbert has not been very good the past couple of weeks either. No, no, and and um, you know uh, Von Miller ever since become a member of the Rams, the Rams are zero three and he has zero sacks. Yeah, that's weird. I still miss him, but that's yeah, something <laughs> yeah. something's weird there. Uh, one of my losers besides the Chargers, the Indianapolis Colts, up ten against Tampa Bay. Um, they found a way to lose that one. That would have been huge for them because they threw it 26 straight times. You have yeah. the best running back right now yeah. in the league, in the, the potential NFL. MVP. Yeah. And and what he, when they decided to run the ball at the end, they ran it down Tampa Bay's throat to tie yep. the game. You threw it 26 straight times. Frank Can't Wright sometimes. Yeah, I just not sure he's a good coach. Yep. Um, one of my other losers, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, sure, lost three of the last four. Yeah, they're they're a little bit on the struggle bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles, yep, one of my losers. My, my, my last loser. They were right in it, and then they lose to the Giants. That can't happen. Jalen Hurts was horrendous yesterday. Yeah, he had been playing really good ball lately, and it was awful mm-hmm. yesterday, like yep. you said. All right, who won the belt this week? I assume it was you because I had a really bad week. It was me, and we were that was, this was the biggest differing week I can ever remember I, between you and me. I, I can imagine because it was a really bad week for me. So it finally comes home, J-Man, and it is not leaving my grasp this week. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We will see. Dallas at New Orleans Thursday night. Well, I uh, did these early this morning. Then I see Mike McCarthy's COVID positive. Oh, and, I did not see that. Eight, eight members of the Cowboys staff, Yikes. I believe. But I'm still taking the Cowboys for 10, even though New Orleans is making a quarterback change. Who is starting for him? Hill. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. He's 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 worse than Simeon, in my opinion. They're um, both, they both make uh, Jameis look like Drew Brees. They, they really do. Um, I have Dallas for nine, so we're, we're same. pretty similar. Uh, New York Giants at Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are rolling. Give me the fence for three. I have the Dolphins for six. Um, that defense is playing really well. They um, forcing turnovers, getting sacks. Tua, if the season ended today, would have the highest fourth quarter completion percentage in the history of the NFL. Yeah, and they, went, they tried Jacoby Brissett for a little bit. Yep. Yep, Tua has been better than Herbert the past six weeks. Yeah, makes it feel pretty good. Jalen Waddle's turning into a superstar. He's, he's second, good. or he's he's leading the NFL in catches and is second in yards since week six. He's really um, good. 
I think, I mean, once they get halfway decent offensive line play, I think they could really be pretty good. But give me Dolphins for six. Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Give me the Buccaneers. I only put nine on this. I don't know why. I have Tampa Bay for 10. I don't know why I only so. put nine on that, but. Arizona at Chicago. Give me the Cardinals for 12. Uh, Matt Nagy's just week by week. Um, Cardinals had a bye week last week. And, um, yeah, they'll come out firing. But it is a cold weather game. Yeah. I have the Cardinals for 11. Um, Chargers at Cincinnati. <clears throat> Give me the Cincinnati Bengals for seven. I have the Bengals for one. Uh, Chargers are so hard to figure out. I think they are. I, I honestly think the Chargers probably win this game. It's so weird. And, but and the Bengals a few weeks ago, I wanted to crown them as AFC contenders and they lost yep. to the Jets. Yep. So, so. Uh, Minnesota at Detroit. I want to apologize to Logan Shrim. Picked Minnesota last week for, I think, about the first time all year, and they lose. But yeah. I'm picking them again. 13 points, Vikings over to the I have, Lions. I have the Vikings for seven. Um, Lions aren't winning a game this year, man. You picked them over to the Bears last for week. For quite a bit, too. Seven. They, that was a killer. And I had the Bears for 12. They should have so. won. Then the Lions called back-to-back timeouts and got a 15-yard penalty. And Campbell and might get fired after this He year. should. He's terrible. He was terrible in Miami when he was an interim. Um, man. Oh, there's nothing worse than being a Lions fan. It's brutal. I can't imagine. Uh, uh, Philadelphia at New York Jets. Yeah, big game for the Eagles all of a sudden if they want any chance of doing mm-hmm. anything. Give me the Eagles for six. I have the Eagles for five. Uh, Indianapolis at Houston. Give me the Colts for 11. Colts for 12. Uh, football team at Vegas. I don't know why I keep picking them. Uh, Raiders for two. Raiders for eight. They're quite a bit oh. better than a football team. Well, now they'll um, lose. Yeah, probably. Uh, Jacksonville at Los Angeles. Rams for 14. I have Rams for 14. But I think the Odell factor's real. That team's starting yeah, to I, I do, too. He's a cancer. Uh, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Baltimore for eight. Big Ben's done, man. He is I toast. Agree. He is just done. Awful. This used This used to be one of the most intense rivalries in the NFL. It's less so now. Uh, but give me Baltimore for three. But Lamar was terrible last night. He's got play yeah. better. Cle- Cleveland, I, I think Baker's days in Cleveland are done. I'm starting enough. to think so, too. I'll take um, San Francisco at Seattle. Give me the Niners on the road for four. I have the Seahawks for two. I keep picking against the Niners, and I'm just I, I think I think Russell's, this is last year in Seattle. I think it's going to be Pete Carroll's last year mm-hmm. in Seattle. Denver at Kansas City. Still mad they flexed this into a Sunday night game, even though it is the battle for first place in the AFC you, West all of a sudden. You, you look at the rest of the matchups, though, and I know it's terrible. Chargers Maybe Chargers Bengals, Bengals were the other the one they were considering. Um, give me Kansas City, but I only put five on this. I don't know why. I have Kansas City for thirteen. Just, I don't. I don't blame them. They just, haven't beat the Kansas City since two thousand fifteen. <laughs> well, and if it was at Denver, I'd have it smaller. But in Kansas City, surprisingly, they play there. tougher. They they lose by less at Kansas City than they do at Denver against. That's the so weird. Yeah. Have Have they won there since Jamal Charles? Or yeah, Jamal Charles nope. fumbled five times. They haven't beat the Chiefs since that game. Really? That was like mm-hmm. two thousand fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Yep. Uh, New England at Buffalo. Buffalo for one. I have Buffalo for four. Uh, Buffalo bounced back, although albeit against the New Orleans Saints, but uh, they needed a bounce back win, and I think they're going to be tough to beat at home here. Bye weeks, Carolina, Cleveland, Green Bay, and Tennessee. Sir, hit me with that birdie bogey there, T-Dog. Yes, LeBron James on Friday uh, scored his 13th, uh, 13th time he scored 30 points or more after turning to age 36. There's three guys in NBA history who have done that more times. Can you name them? It's turning 36. Yep. Um, Kobe Bryant. No. Michael, one of them. Michael Jordan had 25 of them. Okay, one more guess to get a par. Oh, man. Kobe, I was betting on Kobe. Um, who played a long... A long time. Um, give me Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You got yourself a par. Oh, 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 <laughs> what a pull. Kareem 37. Man. So Kareem was second with 37. Michael was third with 25. First was Carl Malone with 70. Oh, man, should have thought of the mailman. He was he played forever. Yes, he did. Shoot. 
Yes, he did. Why don't you wrap us up there, J-Man, and tell everybody where they can get some uh, uh, free shipping on some merch. You guys need Christmas gifts and Tan and J-Man Show merch. Perfect Christmas gift. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network. Use promo code TAN and J-Man for free shipping through the end of 2021 on Tan and J-Man Show Store or Tan and J-Man Store. J-Man Show Store. Com. We'll be back at it next Monday with another episode of the Tanner Jamie. So have a great week, everybody.